It's time for Law and Disorder with Pine County Attorney Reese Fredrickson. It's all right here on the Q Media On Demand podcast. Reese, how's it going today, my friend? I am fantastic. How about yourself? You know, not too bad. I have a legal question. If you're choking to death and your wife just watches, is she legally responsible to any extent? Potentially, yes. Um, Hopefully she's listening. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's. I mean, if she knows that uh, you're choking, that, um, you know, that the result is basically, you know, asphyxiation, you're going to die. Um, I think she has some legal obligation to jump in there, at least in a, you know, in a civil aspect too. your survivors could sue her. I, hope she, I really hope she's listening to that then. She's got to yeah. know. She's got to know there's consequences. I know, but you know, I, but I wasn't about to die. Thanks to a piece of cookie. And especially like that cookie. It was like the regular cookie with like that, the Hershey Kiss on top of it thing. It was it's the subpar cookie. I am not a never been a fan of those. They're always like a little too crunchy, yeah. and hard for me. I just yeah, I don't get them. And they they shouldn't exist. I no. should have known. Like and that may, that's my cookie choice fault. But there was nothing else that was really gonna like. All the other ones were too fancy for me. I don't like the fancy ones. Right. Like there weren't macaroons or anything, but they were like the they were just too fancy for me. I just. I just went with what was I just was going to have the one and try not to die. And, well, I'm here today, at least. That's all I can say. You're doing well. Yeah. Uh, did you bring some stuff to talk about today? I did, in fact. Yeah. Talk away. Sounds good. Hopefully it's a good one and I don't choke. <laughs> well. Oh, God. That's we'll leave bad. That. Sorry. We'll, 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 leave it. we'll leave that to me, my friend. <laughs> okay. So the person I'm going to talk about today, his name is Robert William Pladson. He's 51 years old, hails from Sturgeon Lake, and uh, fairly recent case, actually. September 5th of 2021, um, a deputy was stopped, was at a traffic stop um, just outside Pine City here, and he looked up and saw Mr. Platson drive by in a Chevy Malibu, and the deputy recognized Mr. Platson because he's a well-known individual in the area who had multiple warrants for his arrest. Um, so, very um, observant deputy watched where Mr. Platson drove and actually drove into the driveway of a very well-known drug house in the area. So, a couple points always impressed me about this is uh, I, I, deputies always recognize people driving. They're very observant. Um, I, I know when people pass me, I hardly recognize anybody. But So, I don't know if that's like a learned skill or how they do that. And then the fact that they know which are the the known drug houses, mm-hmm. we do know that. Uh, I know people write in and say so and so has got a you know a drug house. There's a lot of peep cars. And it's like no, we're well aware of that. Um, I think that's a big argument about community policing. How you need more polices, polices, mm-hmm. police in communities because of things like this. Like I mean, if it's a recognizable person that the police are able to see, and a recognizable drug house that they recognize, I mean, that's just from sheer being around the community enough. Absolutely, yeah, yep. Nope, that's a that's a perfect argument for that. And yeah, so we do. I mean, they do know who the people are. They know where the drug houses are. Um, always get people. Well, why don't they bust the drug house? Well, it's a little different when you're talking about the law because uh residences you need a lot of probable cause to get inside a resident you just can't break open something like that so Mm -hmm. we end up doing things like this keep tabs on these homes 
So he saw um, Mr. Platson pull into the driveway. The deputy finishes with the traffic stop, calls for backup, says, hey, I saw uh, this Robert Platson. Um, we know he has warrants, and he's at the drug house. Let's go pull behind him. The backup arrives. They pull up the driveway behind Platson. Platson gets out of the driver's seat of the car, and he's arrested because of the warrants. And anytime you arrest somebody, you do what we call a search incident to arrest. And that means you, you basically search the person. And most of that is for officer safety so that there's no weapons or anything like that before you put them in a squad car. You can also search the immediate area. So if you if the person's like leaving the driver's seat, you can kind of check around the driver's seat too and anything that the person can grab. So we call that search incident to arrest. Um, it's often a legal issue. We argue a lot in courts. But search incident arrest, they find tinfoil on him. The tinfoil has heroin on him, on it. So any residue of heroin on, say, tinfoil is a, uh, enough for a felony drug crime in the state of Minnesota. And the fact that he was in a car, had drugs on him, that gives us that additional step to actually search a car. So we go in and search the car. And in the car, they find a, a bag with 14 grams of methamphetamine. They find other pieces of tinfoil with heroin on it. Is that a lot, 14 grams? Uh, it's more than your typical personal amount. Okay. Usually a personal amount's around a gram or less. So, so this would be 14 people's worth? Could be, okay. yeah, or, or 14 days or, mm. I don't know, or if he's a hard user, maybe a week. But um, so, again, he's at a known drug house, so maybe there was some dealing involved in this too. And because of that level, anything over 10 grams is a higher felony. It's a third-degree drug crime. Um, so we charge him with a third-degree drug crime. And then we also charge him with uh, the heroin portion of it, which is a fifth degree, which is the, the least drug crime, basically, for a felony. So felony drug crimes are fifth, fourth, third, second, and first. And obviously, first is the most severe. That's usually your very hardcore dealer. And they kind of go down from there. Fifth is typically a, a personal possession amount. He's right up there, right in the middle, um, between kind of a dealer and uh, personal possession. So... With uh, third degree, the law, I mean, it's a little higher because they presume that uh, if you're possessing that much, you're probably dealing. And so there's harsher penalties with that. And um, with Mr. Platson, he has an amazing 13 prior felony convictions since 2005. It's a lot. It's quite a bit. Yep, absolutely. And seven of those, over half of them, were felony drug convictions. Um, the other convictions involve motor vehicle theft or fleeing in a motor vehicle, which um, you can see that these are obviously drug-related crimes. If he's got the drugs and then he's out stealing motor vehicles. So this is not only a, a community drug issue, it's a, a public safety issue and a, a property issue and such too. So this is somebody who's a repeat felon, repeatedly um, hurting others, um, uh, victimizing others through through thefts and putting the public safety at risk by fleeing in motor vehicles. So he's um, definitely earned his way to prison. So December 6, a um, couple weeks ago, he's convicted and he's sent to prison for 49 months, which is a guideline sentence um, for a person with this many past felonies. So um, obviously he's... He's had multiple choices at things like treatment and probation, and none of those have worked. I, I know people, when you talk about drug crimes, say, well, it's all treatment. It's all, you know, if somebody's been to treatment a dozen times, 
probably not going to work. So the best thing you can do is dry them out. And at some point, the person's got to be taken off the street so others are, are protected as well. So this is what happened here. And again, when we say guideline sentence, we look at guidelines the state legislature lays out and figure out, okay, what's his past, and then what's the the felony level, and then from there we figure out what the sentence is. In this case, it was 49 months. Seems like a, that seems like a relatively fair, based off of what he's got. You know, I, I think it's actually fair in this case. Yeah. A lot of times I complain that the, the guidelines are, are low, um, are, I think, a bit lenient, but um, I, I think given the amount of drugs and his past, I, I think 49 months is absolutely fair. So... Um, Proud of the conviction that we got in, in that case. Well, great job there, Reese. Uh, anything else for today? No, no. I hope things look up for you. You seem kind of uh, bummed still. <laughs> yeah. Me? Uh, I'm still dying. <laughs> I still, like, when you when you have a near-death experience. Uh, Reese, I want you to try something for me here. You're just, you're quieter than usual. Well, I'm just, I'm just listening. All right. So I've got this, uh, this grip tester I got yesterday oh. uh, for Christmas or whatever. And I want to do the guest grip segment where I want to see how just how strong you're. Do you think you have a strong grip? I don't know. I've never tested it. All right. There you go. Put in your hand and squeeze it as hard as you can. Okay. Yep. Just keep going until you can't anymore. And then just let go whenever. And then it'll give you the highest number. You're putting a lot of effort into that. I should have taken a video of this. What'd you get? 110. Not bad. That's normal. That's a a normal for somebody of your age. Um, I didn't mean that as a slight. I just mean uh, you're you're older than me, so just normal. I just so one ten, not bad. Let's just to set the uh, the standard for what it takes for somebody like m- me to grab this. Uh, one forty nine. So you're just kidding. a little just a little bit stronger than you. Just do you want do you want a redemption to tour? Again. This do you is... want a redemption tour? We'll give you one redemption. I felt tour. like I was stronger than that, but did you like leverage yourself against uh-uh. the counter? Or? I don't think so. Okay. Try to figure out uh, how you cheated on this. I, I mean, it's possible. I'll cheat at anything when I get the opportunity. You can use a, okay. you can put the leverage if you want to. If you thought I did, I'm fine with that. Go crazy. Let's see what the guest grip strength is. This is gonna be fun for a couple of different guests that we have. I've got we've got a couple of older ones that'll be pretty fun. <laughs> I can't do it. 109. That's even lower than what I you had know. before. It's still you're still higher the high normal level for grip. Am I? Like yeah, this isn't like a you. It'll tell you there's a weak one. Okay. There's a weak if you're weak, but no, it's still in the higher level of the normal. So I wouldn't take it too personally. It's just I'm stronger than you. I mean. Yeah, you've been practicing and I just got it yesterday. And so you I'm, need to feel better about yourself well, today too. That's, so that's all I needed. Reese, thanks for stopping on by, my <laughs> friend, you. and we'll talk to you next month. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production. Thank you.